4: This is the best of two pros in a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Uh, the latest on the uh, man oh man this is just man, uh, oh man the Deshaun Watson situation um, a uh, 23rd um, woman came forward to file a civil lawsuit against Deshaun Watson uh, that was uh, we talked about that yesterday uh, she uh, apparently saw the real sports special on HBO and decided to come forward with her claim uh, and so you thought okay well there's a, another added detail to all of this and then um And then yesterday, uh, Brent uh, Schrodenboer of uh, the USA Today, uh, he had a a report out that uh, apparently uh, there's a claim that uh, Deshaun Watson was paying a Houston spa owner $5,000 and that at least three of the plaintiffs came from that spa um, in this case uh, and when uh, asked about this the spa owner uh, Dion Lewis testified that uh, he paid her the $5,000 because quote he's a nice person um, oh, wow. and uh, so you've got uh, you've got all of that that is taking place um, there's been obviously denials uh, from Deshaun's side uh, when it comes to this but nonetheless now we have ventured into the oh there's more than just the 22. And on top of that, we now have him paying... A brothel. Basically. Yeah, basically what it is. Uh, Yeah, who do you got? uh, Who can you send over? That'll work. Um, It's just... I, I mean... It's, I bizarre. It, it's, it's bizarre, bizarre and it just feels like it's coming out layer after layer uh against deshaun watson and and i don't know if the nfl is just like all right well i guess we got to sit back and wait a little bit longer because apparently every day there's something new uh but here we go again another bad look for deshaun's side awful
5: for we need to get your take on this because we talked at length about it yesterday Um, The the only new information, which I alluded to a little bit, I think, I I said this, I I wasn't able to confirm it with some of the reports that were out there, but, I mean, everything's leading to, I I don't know if he will lose any of these lawsuits and he'll have to pay, you know, whatever that number is, but everything's leading to, they have to do something at this point, though, right? Yeah,
6: I mean, (sighs) I, I think the NFL... Is dealing with something that could turn into it could go from being a a conversation to a crisis, and 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 the thing about it is, if if I'm the NFL, do you already know? Like, first off, they don't already know because if people are just now starting to come forward, if another person has now come forward, it's like okay, and then new information is is surfacing. I I would say you are in one of the most compromising positions that you could be in, being the National Football League and the employer of, of Deshaun Watson, because it takes one piece of information that hits home. You know, maybe maybe it's the five thousand dollars to create a brothel. Maybe this is the one that takes it from being a a a, a situation where you're managing it to a crisis situation.
0: And uh, Lavar, sorry to interrupt. There is also a uh, uh, the report that a twenty fourth uh, victim is uh, expected to come forward as well too. Yeah, you did. Uh- Didn't you just say that? Well, no. There was a twenty third. Now there's another one. There's a twenty fourth as well. Two new. Two new. new, uh, Two new. uh, I mean, can I? Can I? Can
6: I? I want to put this in the proper context because this is this is like a very, like when you really cut back the layers and peel back the layers of it, it's a very, it's a very deep topic. This sounds like let let me put it in in the these these terms if you were watching a movie you would you would say that that's a predator that's a predator yeah and 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 i think that i think that whether whether guilty or or not whether enough information to prosecute or not whether you get a a settlement and and all of this Seemingly is 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 settled and and handled. I don't think anyone leaves this time period in Deshaun Watson's career and in his life not thinking that the dude is a predator. I'm going to have to move forward in such a a I don't know, guys. Like I don't know what manner you're supposed to move in. I don't. You know, it seems as though he's he's business as usual. I think that. Is there any type of a good look that is attached to you being attached to this? No. And I think that that's what's most complicated for the Browns. It's most complicated for the NFL. It doesn't appear that it's that complicated to
0: him, though. It's uh, it's weird. And uh, it's uh, it's funny because Miles Garrett uh, was asked about Deshaun Watson's, uh, you know, time in Cleveland thus far. And uh, just sort of the situation surrounding it, obviously taking everybody to, to the Bahamas last week uh, that came out uh, here was uh, Miles Garrett of the Browns talking about the situation. I think a lot of people here were conflicted over hearing, you know, some of the accounts of what, what went on down and allegedly what happened down in Texas. Um, doesn't character stand for something, though?
7: It does, but I don't know what happened. You don't know what happened. No one in this room really knows what happened other than the people that were involved. And no, I can't move one way or another, you know, based on hearsay, so I have to just move with the, the character and the man that I know from day to day. And. Uh, it's a good guy from from what i've seen from what i what i played against and what i've seen in the building you know it's not every day that you know you, you grab you know, your whole office and take him to the Bahamas. you know you treat him and you know you're respectful to the coaches you know from from what i've seen he's 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 walked the right way and you no know, whether he's had a slip, out or, slip up or not you know i'm not I'm not the judge, I'm not the jury, or the executioner. So I'm, I know I'm here to play a game, and you know whether we agree or disagree with him, who he is off the field. You no, know, that's yet to be seen. But you know, as far as the guy I know on the field, he's special.
0: Well, I mean, hey, that—that's the moral of the story. Is uh, if there's a uh, you know 22 going on 24 allegations uh, against you, just take your offense to the Bahamas, and uh, and you'll be forgiven by you know. The,
6: you want to know the biggest issue here? The biggest issue here is not. Miles Garrett trying to navigate that question. The biggest issue is like I talked about with Kaepernick, the, the reason why it would be difficult to bring in Colin Kaepernick is the amount of of I don't even want to say baggage with Kaepernick because it's not like Kaepernick ever did anything wrong, but but the amount of scrutiny, the amount of exposure the, the amount of, of twists and spins of of what will be connected to him will create a ton of noise and confusion within that locker room. And no coach wants to deal with that. That, that soundbite says to me, Cleveland is in danger of the same exact thing. Yeah. They're, they're in danger of the same exact thing. They're going to have a ton of exposure, a ton of scrutiny. Uh, t- like, are you going to get tired of answering the same questions about the same person every single week? Well, it was a good game. We we didn't win the game. We lost the game. Do you think it was because of Deshaun Watson? Do you think everything is going to be connected to, do you, well, do you think it was because of Deshaun Watson? And not just because he's the quarterback, it's because of everything that is associated and attached to him.
5: I, if I was Miles Garrett, <clears throat> I, I would be frustrated with an organization that, I mean, outside of an incident, um, depending on how you look at it, with Mason Rudolph uh, of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and, and much like that incident, we don't know what was said or what exactly happened. Only probably him and Mason Rudolph do. But Miles Garrett's been every single thing that they hoped. Cleveland um, hoped he would be since he's gotten there. He's a three time Pro Bowler, two time uh, first team All Pro. I-, I think we'd all agree he's one of the best edge rushers in the league. Yeah, He is, and you could make this case, grossly underpaid in comparison to what the Browns gave Deshaun Watson. I mean, granted, a, a lot of his money's already been paid, but he had a signing bonus of $21, 000, or $21 million at signing. His guarantees at signing were 43.5. If I'm Miles Garrett and I'm looking at what Deshaun Watson got, a fully guaranteed deal, not even playing last year and at this point in his career, he's def- definitely demonstrated the ability to be a franchise guy. But I don't think we're putting him is, – is he top five? I wouldn't put him in the top five. Probably top ten maybe if he's playing his best, but – I mean, that, that was a, a few years ago. And even then, it didn't equate to wins. Yeah. If I was Miles Garrett and I had to field questions about some guy who's <clears throat> taking his towel to different spas and, and, you know, orchestrating this whole social media fetish, whatever you want to call it, I would be frustrated with my organization. I, I really would be, given that he has been the one consistent, stable piece since he was drafted there, outside of his, I, what, his, you know, second year, third year, when he missed six games, you know, I mean, outside of that incident and that he has been everything they'd hoped he would be and his contract, not only doesn't stand up to other contracts at his position, but definitely not against a guy who, you know, we'll see if he deserves 230 million fully guaranteed.
0: I mean, and we haven't even reached the point uh, now, if I'm assuming, and and we're going to talk to Albert Breer, so he would know this better than, uh, than, than maybe we would, but, if there's a suspension it would come before training camp i would think right like you would think it would come at some point before late july i know i know june was the target date but now with all these other details coming out I mean, we haven't even reached the point to where the media is going to be able to have access to ask questions on a daily basis to everybody involved at training camp. I mean, th- this, this whole thing is going to be a disaster for everybody. And, and even when Deshaun Watson's not there, the people that are there are going to have to be fielding these questions constantly from the media about what has gone on. And, and you
6: it, brought that. You paid. You yeah. paid you paid for that a
0: historic over 200 for that. million
6: yeah. you paid for it yeah. you paid for that this could be the demise of of really a team that seemingly was going in the right direction let me ask and you guys, you paid you paid to to, to derail it uh, let basically. me
0: let me ask you guys this do you think it's more likely they win a super bowl because of adding deshaun watson or derail the franchise because of deshaun watson
5: derail the franchise
0: i totally agree Totally and, agree. And, and,
5: and I don't know how close it really is, to be honest with you. It's,
0: mm. man, this is. Like, like, I, I, feel, I, 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 I feel... don't think anybody
6: would disagree. Yeah. It,
5: I, I feel like know. the contract, everything else that could come to the forefront, all of that, and just the fact that he hasn't played in a couple of years, like they don't necessarily know what they're going to be getting. I think all of that could equate to, you know,
4: an absolute disaster.
0: It's uh, crazy, crazy how this whole thing has turned
3: Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
9: Juan Gabriel. Juan Celina, Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota.
0: Right now, Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB, joins us here as he does every single Thursday. You can get him on Twitter at Albert Breer. Albert, what's happening? How's your Thursday?
6: Hey, B. Hey,
11: guys.
0: What's up? Uh, just hey, stay, just what's up? Out. Just you hey. know, just hanging hey. out, getting ready. Uh, you know, just talking some football here. Uh, we were curious, uh, and I don't know if you would have the answer on this, but or at least uh, if if you've talked to anybody, but. Do the new details that have all of a sudden started to come out every single day on Deshaun Watson, now we've got 23 civil lawsuits uh, going on 24 that apparently there might have been uh, some payment towards a spa owner to facilitate uh, different therapists to meet up with him. Is this delaying the NFL's timeline of when they announce if they're going to suspend him? Or or what are you hearing from people in the league?
11: No, I mean, I, I don't think... I don't think it changes a ton as far as their timeline, but I think it does illustrate what we've talked about here, guys, for, I mean, really probably the last couple of months, which is, you know, if the NFL decides to rule on this before there's legal closure, well, you know, then there's always the risk that this thing could evolve and change. And, uh, you know, I think that really what the NFL is where they're at right now is they've you know completed for the most part the the investigation into Watson and into the 22 lawsuits but this just shows that new information can come out over time and so I still think like that discovery deadline um, I believe it's June 30th um, is the big one and once you get past that I think because of the profile of the case they're not going to wait until 2023 to make a ruling but I think this is why whenever they do make a decision, um, and I do think it'll probably be at some point in the month of July, it's going to come with the caveat that we're giving you this punishment now um, based on the light in which you you cast the league and the position you put yourself in um, to embarrass the league, the teams, your fellow players, everybody. Um, And then – If there's more information, new information that comes out in the future, we reserve the right to alter the punishment in some way. And so, um, you know, again, I think that, like, what we've seen here, you know, over the last couple of days is more of an example of what the risk is in making a ruling while things are still, you know, more so than it is, you know, anything materially changing when it comes to the NFL's investigation.
5: So how long of a suspension in your mind do you think he's he's going to see? And we've been tossing back and forth because it, it feels like it gets harder and harder to think that, you know, they can they – can, if they don't have all the facts and if there's a 23rd and there may be a 24th, if you're the NFL, like wouldn't you want to hear their story too? Or wouldn't you want to try to yeah. at least attempt to interview – You know, those women, too, or the spa owner that apparently now is essentially running a brothel that was getting paid off that we found out about? I mean, aren't these all things that you feel like the NFL needs to have or at least needs to do some sort of due diligence in order to properly then give punishment?
11: Yeah, and Brady, you know what? Like, this is exactly why, yes, the answer is yes. And this is exactly why, like, when you've heard people press for an answer over the last few weeks, right, when people say, "Well, why don't they do a Memorial Day weekend?" That makes sense. Like that would give the team some certainty, give the players some certainty, give the the rest of the league some certainty on what this is going to look like. This is why the NFL didn't. You know what I mean? Like the NFL didn't because they don't have to right now, um, and they really legitimately don't really have to until week one. I think you could say, right? Um, I, I think you know, like this is sort of why they wanted to leave that open-ended, because if new information comes out and there are new people that they have to talk to or want to talk to, um, then, like, they're leaving themselves that opening. And so, absolutely, like, I think that they're going to make an effort to talk to the people involved in the new lawsuits here and gather any sort of new information. And this is the whole idea of delaying the decision and not making a decision before you have to because new information can come out. This is a great example of it. And, yeah, I would expect... Now, we'll see whether or not they cooperate, but I would expect the NFL is going to try. And I'll also say this. The NFL has gotten more cooperation than people think from some of these women. Like, my understanding is... And I don't know if they've talked to all of them, but I can tell you for sure that, you know, the investigators have talked to more than half of the women at this point. And so... I, I do think they've made progress in in that in that, in, in that kind of area and i I would expect that they're going to try to talk these can, new people committed to these new allegations and anybody else that might pop up between now and when they make a decision uh,
5: look, look, I just want to ask this quick question um go on, can go you on. describe to me what like the interviewer or the people who are doing the investigation for the n f l like how do they knock on the door? Like, how, how does this all – because, like, what – like, they don't have any jurisdiction. Like, like, what exactly right. – what does it look like? Is it a guy in a trench coat and a hat with some, like, sunglasses <laughs> on? It's like, hey, I'm here from the NFL. I want to – are they shining a spotlight on him? Like, how does this work?
11: Yeah, well, I think the first thing – I mean, the first thing everybody needs to know here is that the NFL does a lot – like, they do a lot of groundwork on the front end, right? Like, so – the same way like the browns went through and the oh, for that right. matter the panthers the went panthers and the time. saints and the, they went through all of the depositions right so like there i mean the one thing that you can get a hold of if you're the NFL is is that and so you at least know the case that each of these women have made and in a lot of cases those the depositions were two and a half hour interviews so there's a lot of information that they can sort through there so they know at least the accusations, they have the full breadth of the accusations on the surface level. And then, like, the the second piece of it is they do now, and they didn't always do this, but now they wait for the criminal investigation to be completed. And so that was completed in March, and so they didn't actually contact any of the women because one of the things that they've been pretty consistent on is we're not interfering with the criminal investigation. So they were waiting for the criminal investigation to be completed in March. And then they went through the process of starting to call these women. You know, I, I know in the past, and I don't know if this is, you know, the case, in this specific case, but I would assume it is. Um, and I know in other cases they've said, if we could do this in person, we'd love to do this in person. If you're more comfortable doing it over the phone, we can do it that way. So they give them options in how they, they, they want to do it. Um, You know, and then I think like it's like any other, I I think it sort of operates the way a private investigator would operate in these sorts of situations. Um, You know, there's been some criticism, of course, of the way that some of the investigators have worked in the past with leading questions and that sort of stuff. But I would say that that's probably the bones of the way that this stuff works generally. And I'm not talking about this, the Watson case specifically, but in general, that's how these things have worked in the past.
6: Why not put him on commissioner's exempt list until you get to a better place of where you can say, you know what, we're this is this is the investigation process. This is this is what we want to get done, because to me, the one thing that maybe isn't being discussed, but may end up being discussed or will be discussed is whether he gets suspended or not. He's already been awarded an an amazing contract. Yep. So it, it almost becomes like a contradiction of sorts when you're talking about the approach to all of this. It's like an ass-backwards approach, right? Why not have a contract pending? Why not have him practice pending? Why not have everything pending, just like everything legally is pending right now?
11: Well, because LeVar, if you put him on the commissioner's exemplist, he's still getting paid. And, you know, I... I, he's already sat out a year. Um, now, I know he wasn't on the commissioner's list, but I mean, he might as well have been, right, like based on how the Texans. The Texans sort of bailed the, um, bailed the league out, you know, in that situation. Watson did too in saying we're just going to, you know, put Deshaun Watson on ice for a year. And the Texans did it because they felt like that was a way to restore his trade value, to let the case run its course a little bit. Watson agreed to do it because he was going to get paid, you know, and so the league then got what they wanted, but what they said all along, and they'd have to go back on their word here was, well, because there aren't criminal charges, we don't want to put them on the commissioner's exempt list. And Roger doubled down on that again in March. And if you read like the language of it, you know, and then you look at what the commissioner has said, they've done it a different way in the past. I'm not denying that, but, I mean, there would be a real case for, for Watson and for the union to file a grievance against the league after everything that they've done for the last year and a half and the way they've handled this over the last year and a half. And so that's, like, to me, like, from the start, and I, I'm with you on that part, LaVar, from the start, this, was a, this sort of case is exactly what the commissioner's exempt list was, was put in place for. The problem is now over the last year and a half, They've set all, all sorts of precedents in how they've used it in this case specifically. So I think the league sort of put itself in a position where it'd be very, very difficult to start using the list now, and they haven't over the last
0: year and a half. Uh, Albert Breer joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. Get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer. Albert, so uh, I guess, you know, with Kyler Murray showing up, and this kind of dovetails off the Deshaun Watson topic, but with Kyler Murray showing up um, you know, to uh, workouts with the Arizona Cardinals, the feeling is, okay, well then, they must be on decent terms communication-wise as far as trying to get a contract done. If I'm not mistaken, Kyler Murray He's going to be the first guy getting a contract extension post the record-setting deal Deshaun Watson got. So if that's the case, what are we looking at for a Kyler Murray type contract based on the 230 million dollars guaranteed Deshaun got?
11: Well, we know it's going to be in the 40s, right? Like, because now, you know, I think this is part of like the risk and waiting if you're the Cardinals is now it's like normalized that these contracts are in the forties, right? Like you got Derek Carr in the forties. Watson's obviously well into the forties now. um, And Derek Carr's contract was in between the two. You could argue that one was a little bit different. Um, So I I think like the gross number, whatever it is, whether it's 42 or 45, it's going to be in that ballpark somewhere. Um, I think the real question here is the structure. And it's like, exactly what you're talking about, the the guarantees to Watson. And that's why this contract matters so much, I think, for other quarterbacks and other players in general. Because if you're going to get to a point where you're going to have more fully guaranteed contracts, really it's going to come down to whether or not the next few quarterback contracts look the way that Deshaun Watson's contract looked. And I can remember going back to 2018 when Kirk Cousins did his deal and asking around, and I, like the answer I got was whether or not that was going to be like the, the, the new trendsetter. It was, well, it, de- it depends on what happens with the next few quarterback deals. Then Matt Ryan signed one, um, Aaron Rodgers signed one, and those were more traditional um, quarterback contract structures. So what happens with Kyler Murray now? What happens with Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert next year
7: like Lamar,
11: those, Jackson. Lamar, Jackson, Lamar, Lamar Jackson being another one, right? Like those four, I think are going to determine where this goes and whether or not the Deshaun Watson contract is an aberration. And so for that reason, there's a lot riding on the Kyler Murray contract for other quarterbacks and other players in general across the NFL. So I'd imagine guaranteed money between now. And I don't think that they're that far down the road negotiation-wise. But I would say if you're going to get a contract done between now and the start of training camp, which would be the goal for everybody, the main sticking point is going to be structure and guaranteed money.
5: Albert, I'm curious uh, your thoughts on the House Oversight Committee calling uh, Daniel (laughs) Snyder, little Danny, and uh, Roger Goodell to uh, have to speak in front of Congress. Do you think we may uh, may learn anything uh, from that appearance from either of the two?
11: It'd be great if we did, wouldn't it? I mean, I've been covering this stuff for a long time, and I just know that these guys have a way of weaseling out of these things. Yeah. And, I mean... How are they going
5: to weasel out of this one?
11: I don't know. I mean, like, Brady, that's the thing. It's like We always get all, all fired up about this. It's like, I mean, I can't remember the last time my cable box was on C-SPAN, but I would definitely tune in for that one, you know? Um, I, I just, like... I, 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 it'd be really, really interesting to see the, like, the, those guys have to go before Congress. And I think this is going to be interesting from the standpoint of, you know, we've talked about, like, the other owners turning the temperature up on Daniel Snyder and pressuring him to sell his team. And I think you've seen that happen in subtle ways over the last four or five months, like starting with what the commissioner said at the Super Bowl. And now I think with the chance that, like, he might have to air his dirty laundry, and now we're talking about this stuff happening and how it happens across the league, and whether or not, like, the, you know, commanders are, and I, whether what's happening there is isolated or it's widespread across the NFL, you know, I would think that the pressure gets turned up another notch on Snyder, and I know this, like, the other owners don't want to have to vote the guy out. But you know, I, I, I again, I think you you see subtle ways in which they're turning the temperature up on Snyder to sell, and um, it'll be interesting to see how he approaches the next few weeks with, you know, the 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 chance that what was happening inside that building, you know, over the last twenty years, um, becomes very very public, and you know, something that reflects really really poorly. Not just on the Commanders, but the other 31 teams, too.
0: Uh, Get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. Kind enough to join us here every single Thursday. Uh, Albert, uh, I know the C's in the finals. uh, How confident are you? What are we thinking, uh, you know, six games, seven games? What are we looking at for the finals?
11: Not real confident. I I, I think (laughs) the Warriors win in, like, six. I mean, I I think Tatum, (laughs) so the problem is I think Tatum might be the best player in the series. Wow! But he is not the most, he's not what?
4: Most assertive
11: yet. I think Tatum right now, like it, when he turns it on, like I think he's as good as anybody. Like I, I think he's as good as Curry. Now I'm not saying historically he's as good as Curry. Don't, don't get me wrong, but I'm saying right now today, like I think he's as good a player or maybe better than Curry, but he's, not nearly, as, he's not nearly as assertive wow. as those guys. Like you watch the end of that heat series, like, Like, I understand in a lot of cases he was doing, like, the right thing from a basketball standpoint. The ball comes in, the the, the double comes down, and he is the open guy. I just didn't see him asserting himself the way Butler did, and I'm not sure that that posed very well in a series like this where if Tatum's the best player, then I would say probably the second, third, and fourth best players at least are on the Warriors. So I got – Hope, hope they win and everything else. But I, I would probably take the
6: Warriors and
0: six. How about that? Uh, breaking news. Uh, we should run with that. Albert Breer says uh, Jason Tatum's is better than Steph Curry. Uh, yeah. Holy moly! <laughs> yeah. Who do you
6: Who amazing. do you
11: guys think's gonna win? I'm Golden not, State. I'm a, but I'm not a Celtics don't fan. Ro- don't get me wrong. I don't think I don't think Curry's like I don't think he's better historically than Curry. But I think right now, like, who would you take right now, Curry or or Tatum? Still Curry.
6: S- Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Okay. Easily,
11: even yeah. even, I mean, even even taking age into
10: account.
5: I'll put it this way, Albert. If Jason Tatum does what I think he's capable of doing, and takes over this series, which he kind of didn't at times in the Eastern right. Conference Finals, but if he did, like yeah, then then my opinion might change. But until that
11: happens, I'm, I'm going with Steph Curry. Mm-hmm.
6: Steph Curry that's about to play about, around that's, that's with
11: That's exactly them. what I'm saying about asserting himself. Like I just. Yeah, I, I I wish I, think I said it better
0: like then. that. So,
11: but you know what, like Jimmy? Hey, Jimmy Butler was like a freaking killer in that. Like he was yeah. like he had like, like the, the Jordan eyes. You know what I mean? Like in that, seriously, that didn't Jimmy work out. Butler. But, like, but Jimmy oh Butler's God. great. Like, and I the like Jordan I wish eyes. Tatum. If you could take Tatum, if you could take Butler's mentality and put it into Tatum, like I think. Like then the Celtics have a real chance. I just don't. Know I'm that
6: still that taking out. Steph Curry.
0: Well, you know, uh, uh, you mentioned uh, you mentioned Jimmy Butler. Uh, I just want to point this out. There is the uh, you know the conspiracy theory online that Jimmy Butler is actually Michael Jordan's son. All right. You can look into that if you uh, want. That has been really? thrown out there. Yeah, that has been thrown out there. Um, uh, there's a side-by-side. Looks, like side. uh, looks, looks like I'm
11: going to take a little trip to Google
0: here. It, I'm birthday. telling you, that's, been, uh, that's one of the rumors that's been out there. But, uh, Albert, we appreciate it, rumor. man. I've Just listen. I, I don't start these. I'm just pointing it out. It's a horrible rumor. Show research. Uh, get him on Twitter, at Albert they Breer. Albert would have that three if he <laughs>
3: Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Daniel. Celina,
9: Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota.
0: Why don't we have uh, some fun uh, and look ahead to the NBA Finals Game 1 tipping off later yeah. on tonight between the Warriors and the Celtics. So Why don't we do a little special edition of Over-Unders as we head into the NBA Finals
4: time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing. I know you're a lion, low-life gambling degenerate.
0: It's over-under. All right, lead the lap. Let's go. Let's go. Let's start gambling, man. Let's go, man. Lee. All
10: right, we're going to start strong, you guys. We're going to start right here at number of games total in the series at six and a half.
0: Call your shot. Ooh. I'm taking the under.
10: Under.
5: Under.
0: I'm going to take the over, Lee. Yeah, yeah take the over
6: of course you are Well,
0: i just you know uh you and labbed jesus outside if i like go outside of the box here you know <laughs> i'm a gambler yeah danger. you allowed so Jesus. not, not a good one. go outside yeah. the box a gunslinger will, <laughs> not a good one you know? <laughs> thank <right>. you <laughs> thank you
6: not a good gunslinger
0: <laughs> <laughs> Careful. What else we got, Lee? Well, we've seen a number. I
6: mean, I've been all over the place.
10: (laughs) We've seen quite a few double-digit wins in the playoffs so far. Number of double-digit wins in this series, Mm -hmm. two and a half.
0: Over. Oh, man. Mm. Okay. (sighs) Law law of averages would say there's got to be a competitive series at some point. I mean, as far as game-to-game goes. I mean, length of the series is one thing. But, I mean, close games. But yeah, it has happened a lot. Man, there's been so many blowouts. I'm
6: taking the under. I'm gonna take, yeah. take the under two.
0: Take the under two.
6: Although I think Q's gonna win this one, I am gonna take the under. I don't think. so. Hey, he's, thanks guys. He's not a very good gambler. Darn it! I don't, I don't think he's That's got better a, than you. Yeah. <laughs> screw yourself. As long as he's on the opposite side of you, he's got a chance.
5: Yeah. yeah. As long as I fade you. Yeah. 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 To this money. <laughs> oh, number it of,
10: number of player props here. Player props. Steph Curry, three pointers per game, 3.7. That's averaged out over the number of games.
0: And by the way, 3.7 is because our friends at DraftKings have that up uh, on the site there. So that is, that is where correct. Have,
5: uh... oh, hold on for a second. So we're doing this for the entire series. Correct. Yeah. Uh, three points per, uh, game.
6: Three well, per game. Three pointers per yeah. game. Three pointers. Three pointers. <laughs>
0: I'm going to take the over. I'm, I'm going to take the over. Okay.
2: So, <laughs> Come on, Q. Right.
0: So if, it, if it's a shorter series, that would help. Would it help the average or would it hurt the average? Um
5: it you think matter. it's gonna be a longer one? So it what does that matter. question matter? I'm just. I'm you thi- said the over of I'm, six I'm, and a half. I'm days.
0: thinking out loud here. Like, hey, listen, I- I'm the experienced gambler here. All right, all right. I- I'm the professional. So let me think this out and let me uh, um, let me you um, know, um, figure this I- out on the I'll air. be
6: the pappy daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the baby pappy. <laughs>
0: I'm going to take the under. Take the under on 3.7. I think it'll be like around 3.5
6: or 6. Now me and Q are tied. (laughs) Yeah.
10: All right, fellas. Jason Tatum points per game 28.4.
4: Wow. That's That's a lie. I'm
10: going to say under. Not that
5: I don't believe in his ability to do it. it Yeah, I'm going
0: to
6: take the under. I
0: don't know. Um, I'm gonna
6: take the under.
5: Here Lee, it is. Here it is. Here it is.
0: I'm gonna take the over. There you uh, go. I, I think I could see him averaging like about 28.5 or six a game, just based based on the math that I'm doing here. I have I have a calculation that I put together here uh, to preview big events and big games, uh, and I'm looking at like around the uh, 28.5 or six. What's
5: uh, what been his average throughout
0: the playoffs? Um, I don't know. I, I wasn't. He was much better uh, scoring wise against Milwaukee than he was Miami. Um, okay. But, I don't know. Do, yeah.
5: do we even know, like, what, what's the averaging for the season? It's under that for the season. I know that.
6: Lee is not pulling it up. Is, are that's, you that's pulling it point. up, Lee? Well, he's are, not, yeah. the resident average is not pulling he's it under up. that for the season. Yeah.
0: 26 9 for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, For the playoffs. Yeah, go with the under. um Let's see, for the playoffs, uh, I actually have that answer for you coming up here in just a moment on Fox Sports Radio. He for the, was
5: under that versus my next segment. 27.
0: <laughs> 27 a game for the playoffs.
5: And the fourth. Uh, that's, yeah, that's so it's, uh, 27 uh, even. And the,
6: well,
0: and the fourth hour.
5: Yeah, he was over that versus Brooklyn, under that number versus. Uh, Milwaukee and then under that number versus Miami
0: yeah so then I think just based on the seesaw effect uh I see him bookending it I like 28 5 to 6 for Jason based on my uh, calculations here you know based on what I'm looking at here my uh, calculations it's gotta be really
10: accurate yeah okay all right you guys number of coaches seen uh, that, where
6: wearing... that's horrible <laughs> That's horrible. Horrible. Terrible. Horrible prediction, Jonas. That's a hor terrible. That is a terrible, terrible. prediction, Jonas.
10: <laughs> Fellas over under one and a All half. Right, Head coaches wearing a mask during the series. One and a half. All over.
0: Come on come on man yeah, it has to
5: be Bo- yeah. both both coaches will be right yeah a
0: little so you can't you can't miss those optics come on that what a, what an opportunity at uh at you know playing the optics over. here no, uh I'm the over is this the only one we're in agreement on yeah, uh number number of coaches wearing so. masks
6: i think this is the first one all three of us <laughs> agree
0: <with the> <laughs> it's just so ridiculous oh
6: man it's terrible
10: is three and a half technicals between draymond green and marcus smart throughout the series three and a half technicals
6: over oh now that's a goat one yeah that's like a goat one i think it's to be heated
0: oh man well i mean they, they called it i'm gonna take the
6: oh i'm gonna
0: go ahead jonas I'm trying to think of how this would work. I could see them getting into a little bit of a back and forth. They would call a double tech there that will put you at two. I'll take the over. Oh, I'm gonna take the over. I think. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, get, it's, it's the get
6: total noisy. for the teams, not for
0: Draymond. No, no right? Draymond and Marcus Smart specifically for the entire series.
6: Specifically, I'm. I'm gonna take the under. I'm gonna take the under. All right.
10: All right. Lastly, you guys, seventh one here. Jersey number of the MVP. 29 and a
0: half oh man because Steph Curry's going to be the, the favorite uh, everyone's yeah. going to look at Steph he's more oh, oh man
5: who um, else has a number higher than that besides Steph
0: Marcus Smart Al Horford yeah, but yeah. he's not
5: going to be Al Horford he's not um gosh I'm taking the over yeah I'm going to take the over too I, I think Golden State wins so it's got to be
0: Steph then right
6: yeah unless it's Clay. that's uh, so what I'm thinking it ain't going to be Clay. You know, Lee, I'm if call him Clay. I'm going to call him Clay, but Lee, it ain't going to be Clay.
0: Lee, I'm going to take the under. <laughs> you know, i just uh, based on my calculations here, just looking over, uh, you know, MVP odds and just sort of jersey numbers. Now these factor in, uh, you know, I, I was able to type this up and put it together. I'm going to I'm going to take the under on that, Lee, based on my calculations here. So. There's that. Uh, noted. How about that? So, uh, so there it is, uh, a, a special uh, NBA Finals preview here uh, as, we, uh, as we get ready for Game 1 coming up later on tonight uh, here on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the
3: iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C.,